Hello. Hello, Fran. Yeah, I just signed. I'm an ex-automobile manufacturer now. Yeah, okay, Fran. I'll take myself seriously. Sure, I'll be home early, Fran. I'm just dropping in to say goodbye to the boys in the assembly line. Goodbye, Fran. Albert. Yes, it does work. While we're gone, whatever you do, don't use my good lace tablecloth. Put them on the shelf in my... Sam? Hey, Fran, your old retired husband. Everything settled? The Revelation Motor Company, Samuel Dodsworth, president and founder, became the property of United Motors this very afternoon. How do you feel? Well, a little lost. Guess the way a man is supposed to feel who's just sold 25 years of his life. Well, you've got to expect to feel kind of lost for a while. I knew what I was doing when I sold, friends. You mustn't feel lost, Sam. Life is going to be fuller than ever and richer for both of us. We're free. I'm just as keen on this trip as you are, Fran. I'm raring to go. I've always wanted to see London and Paris. Oh, but it's got to mean much more than a trip to us, Sam. It's got to be a new life all over from the very beginning. We're going to start over. Well, I'd, I'd almost sell this house so we wouldn't have anything to tie us down. Now, wait a minute, Fran. This is our home. We've, we've built ourselves into it. I want to get us some new selves now. Why, if we weren't tied to this deadly, half-baked Middle Western well, now, town... Now, Fran, don't start knocking Zenith. I'm not knocking Zenith, Sam. But I'm thinking of my freedom. I want some lovely things I've got a right to. In Europe, a woman of my age is just getting to when men take a serious interest in her. I won't be put on the shelf for my daughter when I can still dance better and longer than she can. No one ever takes me for more than 35 or 30 even. I'm begging for life, Sam. No, I'm not. I'm demanding it. Well, if that's how you feel, I'll enjoy life if it kills me. And it probably will. How about a kiss? There. Oh, and I'll love you much more when you're not just an old horse on a treadmill. And while I'm about it, Fran, there's something I haven't told you since I came in. Uh, did I remember to tell you today that I adore you? You folks uh, finish your brandy. I'll just take a quick stroll around the deck. Why go on deck to smoke that old pipe of yours? Well, it's wonderful out on deck. Besides, I want to see that light, my first sight of England. Oh, Sam. I'm excited, I'll admit it. Uh, Major Lockhart, I, you'll see that my wife dances all she wants. It'll be my pleasure, Mr. Dodsworth. Close that door, Sam. You're blowing my hair all over the place. See you later. Any orders, sir? Anything for you, Mrs. Dodsworth? No, thanks. Bring me a brandy and soda. Yes, sir. Oh, it's been such a pleasant voyage. Mm, sorry it's over? Yes and no. I've had a very good time, thanks to you, Major Lockhart. If it hadn't been for meeting you, British yourself. Talk about Sam not being able to wait to set foot on British soil. Well, neither can I. And when I do set foot... You'll try your wings. Oh, that's very pretty, Major. I hope I don't fall. No, you won't. You'll soar out of sight. I shall be there with my telescope watching. You know, I I've been laying out things for us to do in London. For us to do? Really, Major Lockett? Oh, I know all about these steamship intimacy. The moment we sight land... Oh, how do you do? Won't you join us, Mrs. Cartwright? No, thanks. I'm going outside to get a bit of air. You'd think she'd dress for dinner. Why is the traveling American always so dreadful? Forgive me, Mrs. Dodsworth, but why are you Americans always such snobs? You enjoy taking me down, don't you? But is it snobbish to want to see something besides one's fellow citizens abroad? Or to want to know more of life and one's always known? Well, to us in England, life in America has always seemed so enviable, so safe and sane, so normal. You don't know what one misses living a safe and sane, normal American life. I may be a snob, but I know what I want, you see. <laughs> you Americans generally do, I find. And right now, I want you to dance with me, Major Locker. With pleasure. Hey, Miss Cora. Good evening. Hey, see that light over there? 
Is, is that Bishop's Light? It is. Bishop's Light. I've never been across before. I get excited. Take one look at that light and all the things I've ever read about England come to life. A town behind it are those flat-faced brick houses and a cart crawling up a hill between high hedges and Jane Austen and Oliver Twist and Robin Hood. England. Mother England. Home. Have you always felt that way about England? I don't know. It just struck me, but I guess I must have. There's nothing like a first trip to Europe. Especially when you're old enough to know what you're after. What are you after? My wife, of course, she's been over before. She wants me to learn how to enjoy my leisure now I've retired. What it boils down to, I've been doing things myself for a long time now and thought I'd give things a chance to do something to me. How long have you given yourself? Six months. To get all that done? Well, I'll be homesick by then. Yes. I was homesick the first year I came over. Came over? Where from? Michigan. Are you an American? I don't know what I am. I used to be a British subject by marriage. I don't know that one can be a British subject by divorce. I expect I'm just a woman who lives in Italy. Do people live in Italy? There are quite a few Italians. I mean people like you. I live in Italy by the thousand, Mr. Dartworth. Why? It's cheap. My wife tells me I ask too many questions. I didn't mind answering, so I couldn't have minded. You don't seem to talk to many people on board. Wife said she didn't open up much when she tried you. Perhaps I wasn't feeling so well that day. Feeling better tonight? Much better, thank you. You've lived abroad. What's it like? Well, that depends on what one's after. Well, a man has no more job. Wife wants a fling. There are worse things than travel. Much worse. It wouldn't do for me. Steady thing, give me America. Your wife wouldn't say that. She will by the time our six months are up. I hope she does. Drifting isn't nearly so pleasant as it looks. If you don't like it, why don't you give it up? One drift, for lack of a reason to do anything else. What do you want? What do you suppose any lone woman wants? Well, there are plenty of lone women in America. Women without men, I suppose you mean. That's exactly what I do mean. But in America, well, they're among Americans. Put down that paper and listen to me for a moment, Sam Dodsworth. Hold on. I just wondered if I could remind you that this is a London hotel room and not our living room in Zenith. Can't you put all those biographies and things somewhere in that box of cigars? Oh, friend, there's no place to put anything in these hotel rooms. I don't see what I'm... Now, please don't complain, Sam. It makes the room look as though... Come in. Oh, hello, Clyde. Oh, hi, Major Locker. Good evening. Where have you been all day, young fella? I tried to get you for lunch. And when he couldn't, he went to the Tower of London. Sure I went to the Tower. It's in London, isn't it? You're so hopelessly American, Sam. What do you mean, hopelessly? I assure you, he's becoming a regular tripper. It was nice of you, Clyde, to ask me tonight. Well, I was afraid maybe I was too early, but I'm glad to see I'm not. That's an exciting bit of goods you've got on, Fran. I'm glad you like it. I bought it with you in mind. Come on, Clyde. Have a good time at your stag party, Sam. Yeah, I think I will. They tell me there are a couple of Americans there live in Manchester in the automobile business. The sort of thing. No, I'm sure it'll bring back all the charms of Zenith. Don't drink too much, will you? Don't worry. If they've got any rye whiskey over here, I'm unable to find it. I probably won't drink at all. Good night, Mr. Dodsworth. Good night. Uh, don't you dance too well, young fellow. Fran's mad enough at me already. <laughs> all right, Mr. Dodsworth. I 
I don't know why you like this place. To me, all nightclubs are foul. I feel so alive in them. Well, I, I was thinking of turning in early. Oh, were you? Well, I've got, I've got a meeting in the morning, and if I'm the least bit sleepy... You don't let I... me keep you up, Clyde. Sam will be out very late, and I had hoped we could stay here and dance until all hours, but... No, no, I, I didn't mean... Uh, well, I mean, how long do you expect his dinner to keep him? That depends entirely on how much he has to drink. I say, he isn't likely to come in roaring, is he? Shoot me if he finds me here. Sam. Well, men have done such things. Sam has all the old-fashioned virtues except jealousy. Call it a virtue, do you? Well, when a wife who isn't exactly plain seems to be attractive to other men and doesn't seem to mind when they show her she's attractive. Sam. Yes? Don't go trekking over to the continent. Stay here in England. You belong here. We need you and love you here. I shouldn't be human, Clyde, if I didn't love hearing that, but I wish you'd change the subject. I will not change the subject. And I want to kiss you, here and now. That was a very silly thing for you to do, Clyde, and I, I don't like oh, it. Oh, you will when you think it over. Look, why don't I take you back to the hotel, and tomorrow you come have tea at my place. I shall not come to your place tomorrow, and I want you to take me home now. You know, you're taking a wickedly unfair advantage of me, trying to make me believe you resented that. Didn't you think I would resent it? Oh, I thought I was doing what was expected of me. What was expected of you? Not you alone, Fran. There's a tradition about this sort of thing. I thought civilized people knew where an innocent flirtation stops. For a civilized woman who's been married as long as you have, you're making a great deal of a small matter. If you don't mind, I'm going home alone. Well, if you insist, I'd rather you wouldn't. And I'd like to offer you one bit of advice. Give up undertaking things you aren't prepared to finish. Do you really think... You have the most charming and most childish misconceptions about yourself, Fran. You think you're a woman of the world. Nothing of the sort. And I'm awfully afraid you never will be. I never want to see or hear of you again. Well, that won't be too difficult to arrange. Waiter? Yes, sir? Check. Fran? Yes, Ham? What's the matter with you, Fran? Nothing. You're crying. What is it, sweet? What is it? I was never so furious in my life. That man. Lockhart, that... what'd he do? He insulted me. How far'd he go? He kissed me. And when I tried to put him in his place, he humiliated me. He said things to me. He said things that... I can't bear it. I'm... I suppose it's up to me to go out and shoot him. Don't joke, Sam. Well, I would feel like a fool. You and I aren't up to this kind of thing. Well, make us look like the hicks we are. Sam. Well, it does. It's your own fault for leading him on. So I'm to blame. He must have had some excuse for making him pass. You've been flirting with him. You've got such a sweet way of bawling me out in front of him. He'd naturally conclude. I've never said anything to embarrass you. I've always been loyal. Oh, you'll be sorry. You'll be sorry. Fran, I'm tired. You think I'm not tired? Well, then let's forget about it. Oh, Sam. What is it now? We never used to scrap so much at home. I guess we haven't had enough else to do over here. It's England. England's such a strain. I want to go over to France tomorrow. Oh, but, Fran, I'm, I'm just beginning to get on to London. There's some aeroplane facts. I want to leave right it... away. I'm so ashamed about this locket business. Ashamed way down inside of me. I can't stay in this country with that man lashing at me and saying... Saying what? That you told him a couple of things? Oh, that's not what he'd say. You've got to take me away. You've got to look after me. I don't trust myself, Sam. I'm afraid of myself. Afraid, sweetheart? Yes, Sam. Sam, I'm just a woolly American like you, after all. And if you ever catch me trying to be anything else, will you beat me? Well, will I have to beat you very long at a time. You know, beating it would be a pretty new thing for me. I'd have to go at it kind of slow. Oh, Sam. I'm afraid to do 
divine, don't you, Mrs. Cartwright? There are many tributes I could pay to the French, but the divine, I'm not sure. Oh, but everything is done so perfectly with such taste and ease. Just take these hotel rooms, this apartment, and that uh, salon next door turned into a salon manger at a moment's notice. Sam wanted this little dinner to be chez soi, Mrs. Cartwright, and he was so glad that you were able to stay over. It's never hard for me to stay in Paris. And you, dear Madame de Penarbel, if I could begin to tell you how touched I am by your concern over Sam and me. I know Sam hasn't seemed very cordial, but really, you have to know American men and how to manage them underneath the exterior, no matter how rough they seem. Mm, I understand perfectly, my dear friend. But uh, don't you think perhaps before the men come back, you really must... What, my dear? Sign the lease for the house. A lease? Are you staying here? Oh, no, no. It's, uh... Well, I've got the photographs right here. It's the most wonderful stroke of luck being able to rent it. It's the Duchesse de Catrasseur's Villa at Montreux on Lake Geneva. That mountain's the, um... Uh, uh, what mountain is it, Madame de Penarbo? The Dent du Midi. Of course, the Dent du Midi. And, um, that is the castle of Chillon, uh, Brian's prisoner, you know. But if you haven't told your husband about it. You heard him at dinner. He's gone sightseeing mad. I thought you were sailing home in June. That's Sam's idea. I remember so well the talk I had with your husband last night on the boat about what he was after in Europe. Oh, really? Seems to be developing into something quite different. Yes, I hope right. so. In the afternoon, where Napoleon was crowned, the fellow at the American Express told me to go there. There I was, sitting down, Napoleon and Sam Dodsworth, a zenith together. And I looked up at the rose window. First I saw what it was, and then I began to see what it meant. And I began to feel... I began to feel... Sam, what are you talking about? Your husband has been simply fascinating, Mrs. Dodsworth. Has he, could? I suppose you told him all about Napoleon's tomb. <laughs> Sam, don't you realize that Herr von Oberstdorf knows all about Napoleon's tomb? It wasn't necessary for you to... I wonder, friend, if you will excuse me. It is already so late. Good night, my dearest friend. When do you really have to go? We Parisians are not used to such late hours in Paris as you Americans. I'll get your coat, Mrs. Uh, Pinabo. Thank you. I suppose I must be leaving, too. Oh, smoke one more cigarette. This has been such a charming evening. And now you and your husband must dine with me. Are you free Tuesday, shall we say, 8? Well, here I will write down my address. Cable Terre, through the carousel and straight over the river. What a charming address. It is where I stay when I'm in Paris. If I dared hope that ever you would come to Vienna, there I think I could promise you that you would like my establishment. It has been in our family so long. Well, here I have only a small place. What an ideal existence. I shall look for you Tuesday, then. I beg pardon, I have offended you. Oh, of course not. It, it's just... Well, I'm, I'm I'm still not used to having my hand kissed by a stranger. Stranger? Oh, surely, friend, you do not think of oh, me as... Excuse me. Oh, come in, Mrs. Cartwright. Couldn't I? Well, Thank just... you so much, Mrs. Dodsworth, for a charming evening. I don't suppose we'll be seeing you again. No, I'm off to Italy in the morning. And please forgive me for interfering in your affairs, but... Don't, my dear. Don't. You're so charming. Don't what? Fran, you wouldn't believe it, but I really tried to kiss Mrs. Peenable's hand. I couldn't make it. Maybe one of these days. You're not going, Mrs. Cordright. Oh, I must. But ever, if ever you are in Naples, here, I stole a bit of your letter paper to write my address on. Swell. I'll say good night, too. If you wish, Mrs. Cordright, I can drop you at your hotel. Thank you. Good night, Court. Thanks for your sweet flowers. Call me up tomorrow. Maybe we can dance somewhere for tea. With gladness. Good night, Mr. Dodsworth. Good night. Uh, good night, Mrs. Cordright. I like that woman. You know, I'm always glad to see any friends of yours, Sam. Even the not particularly amusing ones. Amusing? Are you trying to tell well, me? Well, there are interesting strangers. They just take a bit of finding. A bit of finding. 
Hey, you're starting to talk funny, friend. Guess it'll wear off when we get back to Zenith. Dear old Zenith, huh? I'll say dear old Zenith. Don't you think it's time we began thinking of going back home, friend? Home? Well, really, Sam, uh, I, I want to see lots more of Europe. You're the boss. Lots more of Europe it is, but I ought to be getting home before too long. You know, I've got some business to attend to. I'd like to see how Emily's getting along the old house. Oh, the old house will still be there. Would you mind bringing my cold cream sandwich on the bureau? All right. No, it's not. Well, it's in the bathroom, then. And those, um, you know, paper things with it. We've got to begin making plans pretty soon. We can't keep on drifting. Drifting? Oh, dear, how sleepy I am. I've got an idea, Sam. Why don't you go home? What's that? Well, if you'd come into the same room with me. Okay, now I'm in the same room with you. What'd you say? Why don't you go home to Zenith? Without you? Yeah. Get yourself a new lease on life, then come back and join me. Why don't you? But I wouldn't want to go home without you, friend. Well, you're not enjoying Europe. I'm only thinking of your pleasure. If you thought of mine, you wouldn't ask me to leave here, and we're just getting to know some really nice people. I don't think they're so nice. Well, we needn't go into that again. And Mrs. Peenable, there's something fishy about it. You mark my words, and that Kurt, I hate to think who pays the bill when he takes you out. We might dance somewhere for tea. And for the last time, Sam, it's Madame de Penable, not Mrs. Pinable. And anyone will tell you she's a true woman of the great world here. As for court, he may be poor, but he holds one of the oldest titles in Austria, and both of them belong to the most amusing and exclusive crowd in Europe. Fran, do you really think the real thing in Europe would hang out with a couple of hicks like us? Sam, I won't oh, tell you. What else are we? I am an ordinary businessman. I married the daughter of a Zenith brewer who... Seems to be flying pretty high these days. You're getting tiresome about that daughter of a Zenith brewer. I've heard my friends insulted enough. Well, there are a lot of gigolos. You may be the most impressive man in Zenith, but you're not in Zenith now. You're in Paris. And I'm sick and tired of apologizing to my friends. Alice, for the have way... you been apologizing? Yes, I have. Hello. I'm sorry. All right. We've been making so much noise, someone complained. Oh, you humiliate. Yes, isn't it? Well, go ahead. Pipe down, but go ahead. You are hopeless. If you had the mistiest notion of civilization here. Maybe I don't think so much of civilization here. Maybe clean hospitals and concrete high roads and no soldiers along the Canadian border are my idea of civilization. There are 20 million cars at home in America, and I've contributed something to all of them out of my personal civilization. If that's not more than just knowing how to order a meat course under a glass top. You are a hick, Sam, and you just don't want to be anything else. I could teach you, but you won't let me. I belong here. They accept me They'd here. better get used to getting along without you because I'm going to get out of this town and I'm going to do something and take you along. You might as well face it now, Sam. I'm not going. Oh, yes, you are. We need a vacation from each other, Sam. I don't feel that way. I think I've been weak with you long enough, friend. Well, I was going to tell you tomorrow, but... Well, I've... I've taken a villa for the summer with Rene de Penarville in Switzerland. I've signed the lease. I think you might have told me. I've got my own money. Fran. What? Fran, darling. You're not drifting away from me, Fran. I hope not. You and I, Fran, after 20 years... I won't go home. I'll I'll give it up. I'll... No, you've got to go. You've simply got to go. 
I can't stand being torn this way any longer. I'm suffocating. Grant. If we're going on together, I've just got to be left alone this summer. Oh, don't look so hurt, and please don't be angry. Oh, do be angry if it'll make you any happier. Remember, I did make a real home for you. Oh, you've just got to let me have my fling now, because you're simply rushing into old age, Sam, and I'm not ready for that yet. Please understand. I think I understand, Frank. Don't be angry, Sam. Hello? Sam, what are you doing? I just thought I'd call the porter. Hello? Pardon me. Hello, Portier. Maybe he can tell me the first boat I can catch. You are listening to the Campbell Playhouse presentation of Dodsworth, starring Orson Welles and Faye Bainter with Nan Sunderland. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. And now Orson Welles resumes our Campbell Playhouse presentation of Dodsworth, starring Faye Bainter with Nan Sunderland. Really, Renee, you shouldn't... You know, Renee, you're not my chaperone. <laughs> that is not my ambition. Remember, I would have had your husband here. Uh, oh, yes, uh, the afternoon post came while you were gone. There was a letter for you. You might want to amuse Kurt by reading your husband's letter aloud to him. Has Renee always been like this, Kurt? Lately, she seems to me to be so difficult. Would you do something for me if I were to ask you, Fran? Within reading? Why not? Read your husband's letter. To yourself will do. That's an odd request, Kurt. Do you really want to hear the news of Zenith? If you want to tell it to me. Well, my daughter's well. Tubby's well. I've never told you about Tubby. He's my husband's best friend. Sam's golf has gone off. He misses me. His friends seem to have grown much older. You don't know how old men can grow until you've seen Sam's friends. Sam himself might give you a rough idea. And presently he'll be taking you back to Zenith. Court, are you trying to torture me? No, I'm making love to you. Oh. It was not an impulse. It's something I've wanted to do since... ever since we met. Don't make love to me, Court. I was thinking of you and of this place tonight. I was thinking of the attraction you and I feel for each other. There is such an attraction, isn't there? No. There isn't, I... No. I'm leaving in a few days, friend. This cannot be. But it is. You mustn't be afraid, friend, of anything. I shouldn't want to do anything to hurt Sam. That I care for you. That need not hurt your husband. Live in the present tonight, friend. That letter you're holding, that letter is the past. It's the future, too, Court. At least for me. We will get rid of both present and future, if you wish. How? The cigarette lighter. Could that not be of use to you? Your cigarette lighter? I don't understand. I light it. I hand it to you. Yes? You touch the flame to the letter, like this. It burns, like this. It burns rapidly. Now the letter is almost gone. You might have cabled me before you left New York. Here you are, son. Uh, I mean, Garson. Oh, please, monsieur. See, I've been studying French while I was gone. You like that, friend? Garson? It's very good, Sam. Very good. If you knew how nearly I missed meeting you at that boat train. I'll carry this bag into the bedroom. I forgot it. I guess I tipped him too early. Oh, Sam, I forgot to tell you. I thought you'd be tired after your long ride from Sherrod. 
I took two bedrooms this time. That's yours on the right. You like it. It's got a nice bathroom. You don't mind, do you, Sam? I don't mind anything now that I'm back with you, friend. You must be tired, too. I am dead. Why do you keep looking at your watch, Sam? I'm expecting a caller. This late? Who? Yeah, Sherberg. I sent a man a telegram to meet me here. Give him ten minutes more before we go. You're very mysterious. I've never seen you like this before. Never seen you like this before, either. Tell me, Fran, weren't you pretty lonely in Montreux? It's nice there, Sam. The lake is lovely. And... Who can that be? It's my caller, probably. I told him to send him right up. I'll wait in the bedroom. Would you be long? Or rather you stayed, Fran. Someone you know, one of your European friends. Has Renée de Bernabal been gossiping about me? Because if she has, it's all a pack of I lies. I haven't heard a word from Mrs. de Penable and Madame de Penable. Sam, what are you up Sit to? Sit down, darling. Come in! Good evening. Court. Good evening. Was it court you telegraphed to, Sam? I think you might have told me. Our first night together after all these weeks. I tried to reach you on the phone, friend, to let you know I was coming. I wanted to see you two face to face. Fran alone would have wasted time acting. I, I knew you hadn't been in Montreux all this time. You'd been in Biarritz together. Well, I've never heard of anything so outrageous in my life. What if Kurt was in Biarritz when I was there? Are you implying, Sam Dodsworth, that there's anything wrong between Kurt and me? Do you know how insulting you are? You don't know how insulting I'm going to be if you don't stop this play acting. Play acting just because Kurt and stop I... Stop it, Fran. Your ex-friend, Madame de Penable, took the trouble to write me a friendly letter. Oh. I got the two of you here because I want to know exactly how important this thing is to you, friend. I'd be so happy if I could make you understand. I understand. I'm sure you... You've given her things she wanted and... Things she needed and never got from me. I'm interested in what I want and need, too, it happens to be peace of mind. This is not what you think, Mr. Dodsworth. If you can bring yourself to see matters reasonably... Reasonably. I've crossed the Atlantic Ocean to be reasonable. Fran, I've loved you and been married to you for 20 years. I'd like to hang on to you if I can. You two want to marry each other? I won't let you throw me at Court's head. I'll answer for both of us. No, we don't. Nothing has happened between Court and me. And we'll have it that way, Fran. We'll just forget what hasn't happened. Start on a long hike tomorrow, eh, friend? Tyrol, Italy, any place, and sail back home in October. Home? You're trying to take my happiness, my youth away from me. The only romantic happiness I've ever known. Stop being ridiculous, I'm not being ridiculous. I'm fighting for my life. You don't have to fight. All you've got to do is to divorce me. If you don't want to do that... He's right, friend. Thank you, and if you don't mind... If you'll excuse me... Have you any more to say to him, friend? No. Neither have I. Except this, if I ever find you as much as talking to my wife again... You don't frighten me, Mr. Dodsworth. I've respected your wishes, but only because I think they mean more for her happiness. Good night. That's what I'm concerned about, her happiness. Good night. Good night. Well, when do we start? Where do we go? Wherever you like. So we go home in October. Home in October. Zenith. In October. You'll be wanting to go home in October. Emily's having a baby in October. Emily? A baby? But she didn't tell me. You left it to me to tell you. I was saving it up. How is she? Is she well? She's fine. I'm going to send her a cable. Couldn't I telephone her? Now, think of Emily. See, we darn well got to behave ourselves. We'll be a couple of old grandparents in October. And you, Frank? Yes, Sam? 
Fran. Yes, Adam. Weren't you quite a long time at the dressmaker? Oh, let me alone, Sam. I'm tired. And I'm not on a time schedule, you know. Don't talk to me like that, Fran. We're all we've got you and I to talk to, to do anything with. That's just it. You've become too dependent on me and... Maybe I have, Fran. I, I was just thinking, now, if we're going on together, if I'm to make you happy, we've got to cut out this homeless stuff and beat it right back where we belong. Zena. I'm going to grab off the first sailing. That's a good idea, Sam. But you'd better arrange to go alone. I'm staying here. What? Yes. I didn't go to the dressmakers this afternoon. I saw Kurt von Oberstoff. He's in Berlin. He phoned me yesterday. Oh. Whatever you think, I'm telling you the truth. I haven't seen him since Paris until today. I don't believe you, It friend. doesn't make any difference whether you do. Even if what you think is true, it wouldn't make any difference. I love Kurt and he loves me and I'm going to marry him. Fran. He asked me this afternoon. I've only just now decided, just this minute... Since I found out exactly what this happiness is that you want to give me. Take me back to Zenith where you can be yourself. But where there's nothing for me, nothing. Just to be the little woman. Meet the wife. Friend, that's oh, not you what... don't know anything about me. You've never known anything about me. Not what I had on, what I thought were the sacrifices I'd made. I'll be happy with Kurt. Can you, you get can... your divorce now, friend? What? Your divorce. Oh, I, I think so. I wish you'd wait a few months. Not for me, for you. Why? I'd like you to feel absolutely sure about Kurt. Well, it's my funeral now, isn't it? Well, I'll have to get used to that idea, I guess. Your funeral. I hope it isn't, friend. Excuse me, is there anything for Dodsworth? Not a thing, Mr. Dodsworth. Mm-hmm. What have you got to offer in the way of excursions today? We have a tourist party just starting for Pompeii. I've been there. Been everywhere. How would you like Paestum, sir? Here is the folder. Greek temples in excellent preservation. That's more than I am. I'll take a chance. Give me a car. How many in the party, sir? One. Yes, sir. Uh, the driver will have your ticket. Okay. Uh, pardon me, madame. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Hello. Mr. Dodds. Do you remember me? Sure, Mrs. Cordright, the steamer. Paris, <laughs> this is great. How is Mrs. Dodsworth? Oh, fine, thanks, fine. She, she stayed in Berlin. She didn't like traveling. I see. And the education? How's that coming on? I gave it up. I didn't work out the way I expected. I found myself learning things I didn't want to learn. Your car is ready, sir. Hold it. Oh, you're busy. I'm sorry. I didn't... Uh, busy? <laughs> I've got nothing today but some ruined temples. They'll keep. They've kept this long. And come after me for lunch. Today? Yes, why not? Mrs. Cordwright, there's no use trying to fool you. I'm lonelier than you can imagine. I accept with pleasure. While I'm about it, I guess you caught on about my wife. It must be a pretty ordinary story. She's younger than I am and livelier. I'm staying here to be on hand for the divorce, I see. Where? Uh, Berlin. What would you like for lunch? Uh, couldn't we fit up some American dish? You, could we have clam chowder? See, get me the clams, I'll make you the chowder. I used to be quite a chef in Zenith. Nothing fancy, of course. <laughs> Want to hire me? First-class cook and mechanic. I'm a pretty good fisherman, too. Could you let yourself enjoy life for a while? Could I? Well, then, why don't you break away from your hotel? Get about Berlin, move out to me. Out to you? Out where I live, at the Zilipo. My maid and I can't make you as comfortable as your hotel does, of course. When you want a bath, you have to choose between a tin tub and the Mediterranean. But if you really like swimming and fishing and a willing listener... You know, that's awful kind of you, Mrs. Cordwright. Mighty friendly, but... 
Anything I could. Why not? What did your neighbors say? I know what they'd say in Zenith. That's exactly what they'll say here. But that doesn't mean that we'd have to care as long as we knew it wasn't so. You mean you really wouldn't care? Certainly not. It's a deal. Uh, Porter, if you know, take our bags, please. Oh, dear. I want you to meet my mother. Mother, this is Fran. Court has told me so much about his mother. You look so strange, Court. I'm the one who should look strange, but I don't feel it. I love your mother, and I hope she's going to love me. I would not find it difficult to become most fond of you, Mrs. Dodsworth. I wish you wouldn't call me Mrs. Dodsworth. But that is your name. Well, it won't be much longer, and it shouldn't be to you now. Fran... My mother believes we should postpone our marriage. Of course. I did not say postpone. I will try to make it clear to you, as I hoped I had to court, why I could not give him the permission he asked of me to marry you. Court asked you permission to marry me? And I am so sorry that I cannot give it. I think you might have told me, Court, that you are not a free agent. You do not understand how such things are arranged in our old families. No, I'm afraid I don't quite. What have you got against me, Baron? I love your son, and I'm really rather a nice person. You seem to be a very nice person, my dear. But I'm so much older than you. You'll forgive me if I observe that you're older than my son. Have you thought how little happiness there can be for the old wife of a young husband? God loves me, and I love him. No matter what you think, there's no reason. Oh, but there is. Your husband is living, Mrs. Dodsworth. It will be necessary for you to be divorced. That's not so serious, is it? It is more than serious in our family. It is final. Hello. Hello, operator. I want to put in a long-distance call. To Naples. Naples? In Italy, yes. Yes? Yes, I'll hold on. Friend, friend, you do not understand. I'd rather not talk about it. We can still be married, friend. In a year, perhaps, after we have won her over. Go away, Please go away. Hello? Long distance? Naples? I want the Villa Court right at Posilipo. Yes, that's it. I want to speak to Mr. Samuel Dodsworth. Yes, yes. The Villa Court Hello? Yes, this is the Villa Courtright. What? He uh, isn't here right now. You'll call later? Uh, any fish today, lady? Oh, I was worried about you. It was getting so late. I was fishing out of Pietro. He showed him a few Florida tricks I know. Did you hear that? That's not Pietro. You haven't He's crazy about that boat. motor. You haven't put it on his boat with the beautiful sail I bought him? Yes. Sam Dodd. Oh, now, don't be hard on me. Setting up that motor's the first real fun I've had since I quit business. Gonna be... Gonna be swell. I'm raring to go for the first time. To go? Away from here? Well, any place where I get back in harness. I think I may try aviation this time. The idea of a Moscow to Seattle airline kind of strikes me. Moscow to Seattle? Buy in on a transcontinental connection there. Maybe work up to a round-the-world system. I know what I'll do. What we'll do. We? The day after this divorce comes through, we'll, we'll hop off and go straight across. We, Sam? Tough going we... on you, though. Only one little suitcase. Think you can stand up? Sam, I'll fly across Siberia with you on one suitcase. <laughs> I spent one short month here with you in this house. And I can't imagine ever living without you again. I can't imagine ever living without you either. 
I think I must love you a great deal, Sam. Let's take a ride in Pietro's boat, Sam. Oh, but I can't just get I want to get out of the house. I want to get out in the water, but they can't get at it. Peter. Are you coming or aren't you? Well, if you're set on it, just give me time to get my fishing tackle. If somebody want to answer that phone, I'll answer it. Sam, Hello? please come, please. What's that, Bellino? Well, that's Italian for Berlin. Edith, they're calling me from Berlin. Berlin. Hello? Yes, friend. This is Sam. Sorry to hear that. When are you sailing? Yes, I guess I'll have to. No, it's all right. Get the tickets. Goodbye. That was your wife, wasn't it? Yes. Kurt's chucked her. She's dropping the divorce. She's sailing the day after tomorrow. I've got to go with her. I won't let you. What else can I do? It's four o'clock. I can get a plane up to Rome. I won't let you go back to her. Edith, I know this is a jolt. It's a jolt to me, I won't see you killed by her selfishness. You don't understand, Edith. It's going to be tough on her with all the talk to her, but you don't know Zenith. I love you. She doesn't. You're content with me. You're miserable with her. A minute ago, you had the whole world in your hands. I won't let her take it away from you. Don't be fair, Edith. She needs me. You might think of me. I am thinking of you, but I've got to take care of her. I've got to. I'll go pack now, Edith. There's nothing that can stop you? Nothing. You see, marriage has always been a kind of a partnership with me. Just because one partner doesn't want to hold up his end, you... You can't get out of things that easily, Edith. Not if you want to live with yourself. You know, it's funny, but I'd like to think that you wouldn't love me if I didn't do what I'm going to do now. I'll love you always, Sam. No matter what you do. Bring me a brandy and soda. Yes, sir. Well, you might have asked me if I wanted anything. Do you? No. But if I got to sit in this icebox while you drink, you've got to shut that door. Go on, you think? Why, oh, yes. Well, it's nice to be going somewhere again after all those weeks I was so bored in Berlin. And you were so right about court, Sam, dear. You wanted me to wait and... I can't think how you guessed it, because you aren't usually awfully good at judging character. Except in the case of businessmen, of course. But you were right that time. His family may be as old as the Coliseum, but when I saw his mother... An old, awful country from... Friend. Sammy, you're crushing my hand, please. Don't get ardent yet. Remember, I've still got to I'm get you... I'm not ardent. I mean you shouldn't ride Kurt and his mother that way, that's all. I'm sorry. I'll be good. Well, I shouldn't have expected you to defend them. I suppose I ought to beg you to forgive me. I thought of it. But I know how you always let bygones be bygones. It's such a wonderfully happy ending to all our wild escapades, escapades, I suppose I should say. I suppose so. You seem rather distraught, Sam, considering our reunion. Do I? Maybe I can't let bygones be bygones that easily, Fran. I do think you might meet me halfway. After all, I wasn't completely to blame. You were a good deal at fault, too, you know. I'm not sailing with you. Sammy, No use trying to put a tack, babe. I, I just can't make a go of things any longer. And this is the man I've loved for 20 years. Oh, no, it's the man who, who has loved you. I'm through, finished. What's going to become of you? I don't know. You'll have to stop getting younger someday. Oh, you can hurt. Sorry. Oh. Goodbye, friend. Are you going back to that one-stop-exclusive Yes. When I've got my divorce, I'm going to marry her. And do you think you'll ever get me out of your blood? Yes. Love's got to stop somewhere short of suicide. Goodbye. Sam! 
I cannot remember any time on the Campbell Playhouse when we've been so very specially fortunate in our guests as we are this evening. Of the great trio, Faye Bainter, Walter Houston, and Nan Sunderland, who created the play Dodsworth on the New York stage, two are with us tonight. The first, Miss Faye Bainter, has long been one of the leading figures in the theater. East is West, the Willow Tree, Jealousy are only a few of her successes. You've heard her tonight as theatergoers the country over heard her and believed her during the two and a half years she played the part of Fran Dodsworth. It's my great pleasure to present to you Miss Faye Bainter. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. And thank you, Orson Welles. I've always enjoyed playing this part, and I enjoyed it again tonight. You know, the thing that has always made Fran Dodsworth such a satisfying character to play is the feeling that she's such a real person. I can easily understand that. And to our other guest, my highest tribute is that she is a woman of her word. When she played Isabel Amberson in The Magnificent Ambersons with us a few weeks ago, she promised she'd be back here soon. And here she is, Nan Sunderland. And very happy to be here. I'm especially happy to be playing once again with Faye Bainter. Thanks, Nan. I hope you too, Miss Bainter, will develop the habit of appearing with us frequently in the Campbell Playhouse. Thanks again, Miss Bainter and Miss Sunderland, and good night. 